You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at buffalorumlinks.com and the host of Buffalo Rumlinks Q&A on the Buffalo Rumlinks Podcast Network. We finally made it. We are officially at week one of the 2021 NFL season. Uh, the Buffalo Bills will host the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend, and it's just a really exciting time to be a Buffalo Bills fan with all the expectations coming uh, from the Bills' AFC Championship game appearance in 2020. As always, you can send in your questions for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. So after the game, um, Sunday night, or you can send them in Monday morning, uh, 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumlings Q&A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. You can email us, rumlings at sbnation.com. Send us Facebook or Instagram messages as well to the official Buffalo Rumblings accounts. Those will get to me as well. We got some good questions this week, um, talking more mostly about uh, roster building and whether or not the Bills are set up for success. Before we do that, we I wanted to really quickly talk about the Pick'em contest. Uh, there's an article going up on buffalorumlings.com Tuesday um, uh, in regards to that Pick'em contest. We've had it linked in our show notes for the last couple weeks now um, to bear, benefit the American Cancer Society. Uh, so make sure you uh, take a look at that. Um, I think it's donate any amount over $5.00. Um, to be part of that pick'em contest, and you can pick against some great Buffalo Bills uh, content producers, including a lot of Buffalo Rumblings podcasters and writers. Uh, some of the guys from Cover One, and you know a bunch of other places are also going to participate in that. So make sure you click on that link, um, join our pick'em league, and uh, click on the donate link uh, to donate to the American Cancer Society. All right, let's get into it. Let's start over on Instagram where Elbetman17 said, Should the Bills have gone after a true one-tech during the draft and offseason? And will their lack of size at that position continue to hamper Ed Oliver and Tremaine Edmonds' development, as well as the Bills' ability to stop strong running teams like the Titans and the Browns? So there's a lot of questions in that one question. Let's start with the true one tech during the draft or the offseason. No, I don't believe they should have done that this year. I thought it was a sneaky need, and I listed it as such going into the offseason. But we knew Star Latulale was coming back as their one tech defensive tackle. Um, Harrison Phillips was going to be there. Uh, Vernon Butler was able to play that position a little bit last year along with Ed Oliver. I didn't think it was a huge need for them, but I put it on the list of needs. Um, Harrison Phillips has played well during training camp and the preseason up until he was injured. And so the Bills liked him enough, obviously, to keep him on the roster and not place him on injured reserve. 
So he's a guy that um, really can prove his worth this year. I'm not expecting huge things from him, um, but I did just list one tech defensive tackle as one of the biggest positions I'm watching for the 2022 NFL draft because Starla Tulele is going to be older and he's got a really big cap hit because Harrison Phillips is going to be a free agent because Vernon Butler is going to be a free agent. Getting that big, big, disruptive defensive tackle in the middle of the Bills defensive line to put next to Ed Oliver, to your point from before, is something I think that they could really you know, do well in at the end of the first round. And that's where I think they're going to be picking um, in the 2022 NFL draft. So the end of the first round, the end of the second round, you can get one of those solid one-tech defensive tackles. So do I think it was a mistake to not go after one this year? No. Um, I, they had other fish to fry uh, during this particular offseason, knowing that Star Latule was coming back, knowing that Harrison Phillips was going to be another you know, several months removed from his knee surgery. I thought it wasn't going to be a priority for them, although it was on my list of something that they could look at this past offseason. I know Tremaine Edmonds is going to be happy that Star Latule is back, that Harrison Phillips has continued to progress, and he'll be even happier next year if the Bills add really a game-changing one-tech defensive tackle in the 2022 NFL Draft. The second part of the question was, is it going to hamper the Bills' ability to stop strong running teams like the Titans or Browns? So let's go look at the stats there. Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry has three games against the Buffalo Bills, one in 2020, one in 2019, and one in 2018. In those games, he averaged three yards per attempt in 2020, 3.9 yards per attempt in 2019 and five yards per attempt in 2018. Now in that 2018 game, um, he ran the ball 11 times for 56 yards. Um, In 2019, 20 times for 78 yards. And in 2020, he ran it 19 times for 57 yards. And he scored two touchdowns uh, against the Bills in that 2020 contest. But being held to three yards per carry, I think that's the Bills doing a pretty darn good job against the best running back in the NFL. So I'm not 100% sure why folks are worried that the Bills can't stop the run. They were able to stop the run um, against Derrick Henry in the past. And, um, you know, the Bills won 42 to 16 in that game. That's one of the reasons. But 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 still, Henry got 20 carries. And, and they weren't trying to, it's not like the Titans were trying to ram the ball down the Bills' throats to end the game. It was they were playing catch up and they still ran the ball 20 times against what Buffalo should have been playing probably a nickel defense or at least you know a prevent type of defense and Derrick Henry still wasn't able to get a whole lot of traction so you know Josh Norman got stiff-armed and was made to look like a chump but Derrick Henry gained three yards per carry in that game last year so I'm not necessarily worried about the Bills being able to stop the run um When the Bills allowed a ton of rushing yards, say against the Chiefs last year, they were conceding yards in the running game to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. Um, It worked really, really well. They did keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. They did keep that score close. 
late into the game. Obviously, that wasn't the goal was you know to keep the score close. It was obviously to to win the game. But the Chiefs were playing defense too, you know, so they were able to hold the Bills in check. And I think that's a little bit of an underrated piece about talking about the Bills versus the Chiefs is that the Chiefs have a good defense too. That front four can be uh, very very disruptive. And so when you look at that one tech defensive tackle position and you look at the Bills run defense, I'm really not worried about it. Um, everybody's healthy right now. Uh, Star Latule, Ed Oliver, all the defensive ends that they have, um, their linebackers are healthy. Now that could obviously change in the first half of week one like it did last year uh, when Matt Milano went out in the first game. Tremaine Edmonds went out early in the season as well. But Right now, I'm not worried about the Bills' run defense at all. I think they're going to be much improved over last year. Um, again, as long as they can stay healthy, which was their problem a year ago when they were still able to hold Derrick Henry to three yards per rush. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have one more question to get to. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. Make sure you head over to buffalorumlings.com. Right at the top of the homepage, we have our uh, weekly story streams that include every article for that upcoming week's game. This week, obviously, is the Pittsburgh Steelers, so you'll see all of our information right on there. And there will be a different one posted each week for every single one of our games. Again, right at the top of the screen, there's like the five or six headline articles and then the static um, banners that stay there the whole week, um, sometimes the whole season, whole off season, depending on what it is. When we're leading up to the draft, all the draft stuff will be right there in those um, in those placements. So make sure you go over to buffalorumblings.com, check out all of our information to get ready for this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, one more question to us this time from Twitter at Rumblings Q and A. Uh, Mr. Roboto asks us, does the offensive line provide enough security for Josh Allen and the passing game as well as our running backs in the running game? We brought everyone back, but Feliciano lost weight, which is unproven. Also, I saw Daryl Williams miss a few blocks. My biggest concern is the offensive line. What do you think? If you're asking what my biggest concern is, um, I still think that it's the number of unvaccinated players on the team and not because like... I need every single person in the world to become vaccinated, although that would be nice. It's just because if, if they get exposed, it's a mandatory five-day waiting period, even if they test negative. So the Bills have you know a handful of players, important players, 
that could be lost for a game even if they don't test positive. So that's probably what my biggest concern is right now. But uh, back to your question about the offensive line, I do think that's a legitimate concern right now. Deion Dawkins is still playing his way back into game shape. Um, That's why they gave the Bills starting offensive line into the third quarter in that final preseason game. Um, I think he'll be okay just because of the position he plays, but it's still a concern that he's working his way back um, into game shape. Um, And as you said, John Feliciano lost a bunch of weight um, without the knowledge of the Bills coaching staff. Um, They didn't know that that was going to be what he did this offseason. He didn't run it past the team, so that's a little bit strange. Uh, Mitch Morris is going to be very, very steady. Um, And then at right guard, Ike Bucker and John Feliciano, sorry, Ike Bucker and Cody Ford have been rotating. And even after the final preseason game into the regular season week, head coach Sean McDermott has said that that's still an open competition. And I believe him because they split reps 50-50 in that final preseason game. So the Bills are still having big questions at that right guard spot. I I have to think that it'll be Cody Ford to get the first start because they have so much more invested in him than they have invested in Ike Bucker that if it's that close, the tie is going to go to the second round draft pick. Um, So I have to think that it's going to be Cody Ford at right guard. But I mean, that's a problem. If they can't figure out which one of those two guys that they want as the right guard, that it doesn't, it's not because both of them are playing so well. It's because both of them are even and they're playing, you know, barely above replacement level. So that spot concerns me. Um, They're not great pass blockers. And so, obviously, with the Bills passing so much, that's a concern um, at that right guard spot. And then, of course, Daryl Williams at right tackle, I think, is very, very steady and solid. Maybe he missed a block or two, um, but, I mean, one-on-one, he's very solid. And when he gets extra help against some of the top pass rushers, he's he's very good. And I haven't really been given a whole lot of reason to question him. Um, in fact, he might be the answer to solidifying that right guard position um, if they kick him inside if and when Spencer Brown is ready to play that right tackle spot at some point this season. And if Ike Bucker and Cody Ford both struggle at right guard, it wouldn't shock me at all to see them you know, make that move at some point later in the season. Obviously, that would destroy their tackle depth a little bit. Uh, we wouldn't want Tommy Doyle being you know, the last line of defense. But you know, if Daryl Williams is replacing Cody Ford at right guard, then you know, Cody Ford becomes your backup right tackle. Um, you know, that's not the end of the world. And, and so they still have some tackle depth, but it's, you know, a guy that they just benched. So the offensive line is a little bit of a concern for me, but they certainly have capable players at all five positions. They have very, very, very good depth, in my opinion, at the position. I wish they had a strong right guard, and I do think that's why guard, like I talked about with the one-tech defensive tackle in the first half of today's show, Guard is on my list of the top needs for the 2022 NFL Draft. They can draft one at the end of the first round in 2022 um, or even in the second round and plug that guy in as a starter right away and and really get an upgrade potentially over Ike Bucker and uh, Cody Ford. I know Cody Ford was a second-round pick, but they tried to shoehorn him in at tackle, and then they had him at left guard, and now they have him at right guard. It's just been really tough for him to, you know, to learn muscle memory and and really learn a position. Um, I'm not excusing his play. I think he could have been better at all of those positions. But um, 
but that's why I have guard as you know a top priority in 2022's draft. Uh, they're going to need to get cheaper on the offensive line. They're going to need to get better potentially on the offensive line, uh, and so that's why I'm looking towards that. But I do think they have options right now if Cody Ford doesn't work out, if Ike Bucker doesn't work out, they could um, maybe shuffle it along the line. But that would be a big shift in the middle of a season, especially if the team's kind of humming along. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see on that, but it, it, it is a potential problem area for them. Um, so that's a very good question, Mr. Roboto. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A. Um, it's really a much, much better show if you can send in your questions. And you can do that by texting or calling our voicemail line at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumblings Q&A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email us, buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. Uh, you can send us Facebook or Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumblings accounts, and they will get to me as well. We've got our tailgating guide for folks that have never been to the stadium before that posted over the weekend. Uh, we've got lots of different things to get you ready for Bill's first Steelers. So go over to buffalorumblings.com, check that out, send in your questions for next week's episode, and go Bills.